You're listening to Super Action Bros, a podcast talking about movies with explosions and truck chases. And thinking that it's perfectly fine for a child to be wandering around a parking lot by himself uh, while two grown men grab him and throw him in a truck. You know, it it happens to the best of... (laughs) Ryan, you're a parent. You looked me in the eye and said that's ever happened to you. Man, I've had a kid walk out of a restaurant and I'm watching them through the window. Sure. (laughs) It wasn't a truck stop. <laughs> but you, you wait, one of your kids walked out of the restaurant? Like, go get this from the car. I'll unlock oh, it from okay. here. Okay, that's different. That's different. It's not. That no, that he was you were supervising in a way. Yeah, true. He was in completely unsupervised from his father at that point. Yeah. By the way, hello everybody. Welcome to Super Action. We're Bro. still here. I'm Ryan. <laughs> and I'm Ian. Uh, welcome to to number two of uh, our Stallone movie marathon. Um, We're gonna finish these next couple of movies if it kills us. Yes, we will. When, um, it, when and, it when it does. And boy, this one almost it did. Um, so this time we watched uh, a movie that I've been wanting. I've heard about for ages. <laughs> it's infamous in its weirdness for being a Stallone movie, um, and it's a little film called Over the Top. Uh, and so we'll be talking about that movie. Before we get into that. Uh, you can uh, check out our show via our website, stepinthingsnetwork.com. Go there, click on the Super Action Bros artwork, um, and you can listen to all of our old, old episodes. Um, you can also uh, reach out to us on social media. We have uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, Facebook, also uh, also uh, Letterboxd, uh, which will still be around. One, mostly on Twitter and <coughs> Instagram. Yeah, that's the best way. But those get posted to the other ones. Yes. So it's... Uh, you, can also, uh, you can also email us at uh, Super Action. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, there's a contact us button on the front page of the website fill that out shoot us a, a email uh, we can read it here on our show uh, and you can also uh, follow us individually on social media for and you might want to start doing that might be a good idea if you like us and you want to see what we're doing next wink um, you can find me on the internet at, at irich that's at i-r-i-t-c-h i'm on twitter too ryan roop r-y-a-n-r-u-p-p-e you also can, on instagram you can also uh you can also uh follow i'm sorry sorry i forgot to mention this subscribe on itunes so yeah iTunes, hey it's your google play if you want to click Check all those out and have Tap. access to all of our old episodes. They're going to be right there. Uh, so all of that at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So, Ryan, now. This is it. The arm over wrestling the top. movie. <laughs> this is the closest to a sports movie that we've watched on the show. Um, I feel like there's got to be a closer one. No, I, I don't think there is. We haven't watched anything involving sports. We've watched, I mean, we never watched Shaolin Soccer. There's not a lot of it's like... True great action sports movies besides this one and Shaolin Soccer. That's true. That I can think of. Off the top of my head, I'm sure somebody's yelling one. I'm sure 10K is yelling well, one. Well, I mean, like, there's there's like the Mighty Ducks movies, but they're not really action movies. Same thing with Rocky. Rocky's not really an sure. action movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there's not like car chases in it's not like Yeah, it's not like <laughs> Rocky's fighting in the ring and then he also gets on a motorcycle and chases across the city. Grabs a bunch of machine guns no, and mows do down that. bad guys. That's, um, that's true. But you know what? That that leads me to believe that there should be more sports action movies. There I, are very few. I feel like there should be. That needs to happen. That's a genre that has yet been untapped. Yeah, I, I think that just more filmmakers need to use uh, Shaolin Soccer as a template for movies. Yeah, and well, this one. Yeah. Um, so let's I, talk. I really the the form and structure of this movie is so bizarre. It kind of is. I can't help but love it. <laughs> I, I knew after I had watched it, Ryan, I texted you and said, "Did you watch it yet?" And you said, "No." And I said, "Have fun," because I knew you of anybody I know would enjoy this movie. No, no joke. So I watched this movie with my wife, and we're still like referencing it back and forth, basically all the time. It is. Boy, is it a movie, all right. Um, so let's, let's start out talking about 
the the people who made this movie. Sure. So the movie's over the top. 1987 is when it came out. Director is this movie is a year older than I am. Yeah. Oh God, I keep forgetting how young you are. Uh, <laughs> this movie is directed by. Oh what? How you were like five? Yeah, that's that was four. You weren't allowed to go see this. No, of course not. I haven't seen it until last week. Uh, this movie directed by Menahem Golan, um, who also directed. Actually, wasn't much of a director, but really more of a. No, I'm sorry, he was a director. Uh, wow, he made. He some, produced a lot too. He produced a lot too. He made some real garbage in the '90s and the early 2000s, like Crime and Punishment. Another Stallone movie Glover. made Cobra. From Wait, did you hear what I said? Yes. Crime and Punishment starring, starring Crispin, Crispin Glover. Glover. Yes. Yeah. Um, boy, just the Versace murder in 1998. Um, man, just he's some not. Of these, some of these look questionable in nature. Uh, immediately before this, he had directed the Delta Force, the movie that stars Chuck Norris and Lee Marvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's like, if anything, this is. This is the movie that they were like, all right, well, maybe this not. man seems to be more of a, pro- of a into producer the ninja in 1981. Oh, boy. Oh, man. The last movie he directed was in 2008. Yeah. Called Mar- with, with the stunning title of Marriage Agreement. <laughs> what? And it's got uh, what looks to be uh, Jewish ca- Jewish. Uh, the guy's Hebrew? got like That's a Hebrew character. The guy's got like straight up a 50 year. Um, career in movies. The first movie he directed was in 1963, and the last movie that he directed was in 2008. Yep. So that's is he still alive? Who who, who can say? No, he's passed away. That's, that's why he that's is. Too he's, bad. he's dead. But man, this this guy made a heck of a lot of movies. 1929 to 2014, and, and this sure was one of them. Yes. Um. So who's in this? The, movie? Well, we got to well, talk about the writers. The the writing story is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Gary Conway, um, was an, uh, actor and writer who wrote, uh, he wrote the story. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to plunge this out. I, I think there was a book. Okay. It, it is my understanding that there is a book. Okay. That this movie is based on. All right. Some, somewhat loosely, but, but like saying it out loud, it's like, well, how is that possible? Yeah. Like somebody really made a wrote a book about arm wrestling. Yes, apparently yes. <laughs> and a man, it's a story. It's a story of a man, his son, arm wrestling and redemption. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, I love that Wikipedia calls it a sport drama film. <laughs> it's not really an action movie. I mean, there's a couple action sequences in it, but truly, it's like this weird. It's a we're, sports we're gonna, movie. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about it. But it's. Yeah. I, I really. I really. The structure. But Stallone of this movie also is worked on the really, screenplay really, as well. Really strange. Okay, so no, they wrote a story. Okay. The, these two guys, um, Gary Conway and David Engelbach, were uh, just sort of like men about town in Hollywood, movie writers and stuff. This is their biggest movie, though. They did write Death Wish two. Oh. And were also writers on MacGyver. Ah. Uh, so that's how you know. You know, we're talking about quality. Um, <laughs> American Ninja How many two shows and, and movies three. have you written on, Ryan? I know none, right? <laughs> I didn't have a 50-year career directing movies that no, nobody's you did seen not. except for this one. Um, but but so they wrote the story and 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 the 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 history of this movie is that they kept asking Sylvester Stallone to star in it and he kept saying no, this sounds dumb. 
you know, that's okay. And then they just, every time they asked him, they offered him more money. And eventually he was like, all right, well, apparently I've reached my threshold. <laughs> well, he and also I will has a start, screenwriter start, credit on Well, this and that's the, that was thing that was his thing. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll be in it. Let me, let me write my script. Let me take your story and I'll rewrite the script to be, you know, my thing. Because that was his whole deal. Like from the beginning, from Rocky, he was a, he was a screenwriter mm-hmm. who also acted. Uh, and so he rewrote the script sort of based on their story to at least, I don't know, be more Sylvester Stallone. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the other bit of information that's really interesting besides, you know, when we talk about the cast is the, the person who wrote the score for this movie. It's Giorgio Moroder. Really? Uh, yeah. So the, the, the soundtrack of this movie is out of print, but I have heard some of the selections of the soundtrack on other uh, sort of Marauder, the you know, an in- instrumental synthesizer compilations. Yes. Um, but but and there's also a bunch of sort of really over the top pop songs, including obviously one sung by Pun by intended? Frank Salone. Pun intended. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's got a it's got a like a classic '80s Marauder soundtrack. And if anything, the the soundtrack is the thing that keeps this movie from being just absolute garbage. Like Sylvester Stallone, he's he's got moments of of not terribleness in this movie, but the soundtrack, I think, and maybe it's just the music nerd in me is like, you know, that's that's a reason to not forget about it. No, completely. the last twenty minutes of this movie are the best part. Yes, it's true uh, because you're like, what is happening? All right, happening? let's 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 talk about the. Because I it's... really, really, really want to talk about the last twenty minutes. Let's talk about the people in this movie. Okay, so obviously it stars Sylvester Stallone. Yes, uh, playing. Um, trucker slash professional arm wrestler what's his name his name is lincoln hawk great and they call him link yes and of course they do and like my wife thinks that's so fantastic she's (laughs) all that's such a cool name lincoln and you call him link and i'm all no 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 there's not gonna be a link group no no No, ma'am you're not that big of a zelda fan (laughs) no it's you'd you'd spell it l-i-n-c no yeah, not, no, you'd be, no, you'd have to. Tell you what, no. That's, that's, that's what they the, do in the subtitles of the, the movie. They that's spell the it deal Link. you make, though. You go, look, we can, we can no, name. But she, she's more of a Zelda fan than I am. Well, then great. That seems like a win-win situation. No, Link Roop is terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if his middle name is Link. All right, well, well let's move on. Um, <laughs> Robin so Williams the, named his daughter Zelda after Princess Zelda. That's true. And when people would say, oh, she named after Ed Scott Fitzgerald's wife? Nope. No. The video game She's character. Named after a character who's named after F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife. Um, <laughs> yes. So the other big star in this movie is Robert Loggia. Yeah. Oh, man. What is Robert Loggia doing here? He's getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, howdy is he ever. I mean, he's he's forever known to me as the general in Independence Day. Yes. So it's not like he has a massive storied oh, career. Oh, no. Though he's been in... Just a crazy amount of movies. Robert 234 Robert movies Loggia, uh, as of right sir, now. Sir. His most well-known movie before Independence Day, I might uh-huh. add on here, yeah. is Big. Yeah, yeah, he's in Big, absolutely. But why would a kid want to transform a building? <laughs> Didn't you read your charts? Yeah. You should make them like bugs or something. Yeah, yeah, he's he's in Scarface, he's in Lost Highway. My grandfather loved that movie, and he loved it for one reason. What? Because that moment when Tom Hanks eats the caviar mm-hmm. and goes like, like scrapes it off of his tongue. He's like, he's like, that is, he's that, that was the funniest thing to him. And I asked him why. 
Mm-hmm. That was so funny. He says, because that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, caviar's. And my grandpa would laugh at things he could relate to. And for some reason, uh, this movie, this fa- my, grandpa was, my grandpa was a guy who liked cowboys and very yeah. down-to-earth style movies. Mm-hmm. Didn't like like Star Wars or anything where anything fantastical could have happened. He, I, the one movie I wish he would have watched that he never did because I thought he would really liked it was The First Cars. Oh, I thought yeah. he would have really enjoyed it. But he's like, it's a cartoon. I don't like cartoons. Yep, that sounds like a classic grandpa. Yeah, so, but this movie about a little boy becoming a grown-up, this is the point. He's like, that sold me on it. That was it. That was the moment. I was like, okay, all right then. I think actually he was the first one to let me watch, or not let me, but my dad wasn't like, oh, Tom Hanks. He's like, yeah, he's fine. But I think he was always like, hey, let's watch Big. I'm like, I've never seen this movie. Yeah. And it was silly and enjoyable. I heard rumors of a remake of Big, and somebody's like, as long as they, as long as... In the movie, when it happens, the kid goes, oh, man, I got bigged. <laughs> like, and he's like, oh, this is what nope. happened in that movie, Big. That's like, th- as long as they constantly reference the fact that Big was a no. movie. Oh, man, I could pitch you a, a big sequel right no, no, now. I'm not, we're not going to write your big fan fiction right now on the podcast. It just involves Tom Hanks being the dad. Oh, yeah, that's that's good. That's <laughs> or Tom Hanks or, being the Robert Loggia character. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my man. Even better. Even better. And then at some point, he's like. Look, I know you're not going to believe me, but I'm only like 10 years old. He's all kid. I do believe you. <laughs> kid. And then he, he looks at the camera. Him. You got bigged. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. And then he cuts bigged. his heart out. It's big too. It. It's called bigged. Bigged. Just B-I-G apostrophe <laughs> D. Yeah, yeah. You don't need all those other letters. See, Ryan, we're, we're, we're printing money here. That's why we're stopping the, the show. We're going to start go pitch all these screenplays. And then the kid becomes a rapper. He goes by a little big. Oh, boy. All right. Um. So other people in this Robert movie. Loggia. <laughs> Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia. Susan Blakely. She plays um Peter Quill's mom. In this movie, oh, so this isn't the first time she died as a mom. Yeah, no, no, she didn't. I'm, I'm not saying she was Peter Quill's mom. Actually, oh. I'm just saying like, if you're wondering where in Guardians of the Galaxy they get the idea of like a, like oh the mom's gonna just die of cancer partway through the movie. There you yep. go, it's her. Um, she was in the Towering Inferno. Yes. Um, and and she's actually still acting. She's she's been on a lot of stuff. Um. One of the other guys in this movie, ironically enough, uh, who became big because of this movie is Rick Zumwalt. Yes. Uh, you've definitely seen him in movies. We've playing... seen him on our show before. This is yeah. not his first appearance. That's true. He was in Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Uh, but... A movie that will forever haunt how much I love childhood and now hate <laughs> it. Uh, but he died in 2003. Um, but he was a big dude uh, known for playing like big scary guys. Yeah. And in this movie... He they they cast him as the the main bad guy, Bull, Bob Bull, Bull Hurley. Uh, but the story is that they they wanted him to shave his head and he didn't want to, and they gave him ten thousand extra dollars to shave his head. And then for the rest of the of his career, he kept his head shaved because he liked how menacing it made him look when he was going out for tough guy roles. Worked. Yeah, this is ten thousand dollars well spent. Would you take ten thousand dollars to shave your head? Yes, I would. Are you kidding me? But what if you had to leave your head shaved for the rest of your life? But they—that wasn't a stipulation. Well, what if in our they, version it is? What if I'll give you an extra ten thousand to shave, leave it shaved for the rest of your life? When, when am I going to get the extra ten thousand? Um, At what point does the rest of my life count as having happened? Well, tell you what—they will get as long as you follow through with it. They will let you. It's, it's like a—it's like a loan you never have to repay. Repay uh-huh. back, but. If you grow that hair out, 
You got to pay him back $10,000. Yeah, I got this weird <laughs> pumpkin head. It's so round. I would do it because $10,000 is a lot of money. So you do just the first part, just the first stipulation. Sure, absolutely. Um, but really, there's not... It's it's not a star-studded no. cast. It's it's really a even B, that little kid, who, even maybe a C. Oh movie my god! Cast. Speaking of the little kid, I should have that. I really buried the lead on this opening. Right. Uh, running out into a parking lot, no deal. Running into oncoming traffic. Oh yeah, that part's good. What is he doing? Yeah. What is going on? This is probably what happened when I was a kid. My dad probably saw this movie, and every time I'd play with the door while I was in the car, he's like, "He's gonna run out into traffic. He's gonna do what that that little that little military school kid would do." <laughs> military school was always the uh, oh yeah, that was the scariest thing in the world when you were a kid. But like, okay, how many how many people actually? That kid was him? a robot. You didn't? Did you see that kid? He was a robot. He was. He was a a, he was a, a monster. <laughs> well, he was just a jerk. He thought he was yeah. better than everybody. He did. He did. He but he learned real quick. Salad. He learned real quick. Do you know that steak will cause heart disease? Shut up. Oh man, I was I was so annoyed. <laughs> I was like, kid, don't you know that you need a lot of protein if you're doing if you're doing heavy weight lifting yeah. workouts? His his dad you well, I mean, to be fair, he thought his dad was just some bum who drove a truck. That's true. But his dad is also an arm wrestling champion. An yeah. amateur arm wrestling champion. Oh, that's true. I guess that's not a professional. Uh there are a lot of uh I guess there are a lot of sort of like C list professional wrestlers from the 80s who make appearances oh, in yeah. this movie. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, I am not up on my Neither am professional I. wrestlers. Neither am I. Uh, I did but recognize Terry Funk. Yes. And that's it. That's all I got. Man, we'll get to the last 20 minutes of that movie, but that's when all the colorful kids... That's when the movie gets good. <sighs> it's so It's so weird. Uh, all it's right. Great. So so let's 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 talk about the MacGuffin in the movie because there sure. is one. Yeah, this is a this is a classic easy clear easy, MacGuffin. Easy clear MacGuffin. Uh, so we MacGuffin, don't even need to explain it. Come on. Yeah, we do. Oh, come Mac- on. You don't all know right, a MacGuffin right. for those who don't know is the is an Alfred Hitchcock filmmaking term. It is the um, by the way, <laughs> I have to tell you a story about Alfred Hitchcock that I heard that blew my mind. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll tell it. I'll tell it now very quickly. Go. Uh, so I found out that Alfred Hitchcock refused to meet with Steven Spielberg. And not because he had anything wrong with Steven Spielberg, but because during the 70s, he had done a bit. He had recorded something for Universal Studios, like a commercial mm-hmm. that was like, come to Universal Studios and go on the tram tour. And you can see the incredible like, bionic woman sets and the and jaws. And he had hurt. And so he did that. And they were asking, like, do you want to meet, like, Steven Spielberg? We'd love to meet you. Do you want to meet Steven Spielberg? And he's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to use a, uh, an adult word here. Uh-oh, Plug your ears. Uh-oh. He's like, I can't meet. Is that the boy who made the fish movie? I can't meet him. I did that ad. And I'm I'm just a, I'm a whore. I sold out. I'm just a whore. And I can't even shake his hand because wow. I'm less than him. I'm like, that's nuts. Can you believe that? That's crazy, right? That's pretty funny. Because <laughs> he, he made a commercial. Because he made a commercial. Whereas now it's movie. like. Well, yeah, because back then TV was like, oh, oh yeah, and that's, that's even true. less than TV. That's commercial work. Yeah. I mean, how can you live with yourself? Ugh, that's what he thought, and it was very British. He could very tell it's very much. Give me ten thousand dollars, and I'll shave my head, though. But the other thing, that, <laughs> the other thing, the only other thing of note that Alfred Hitchcock ever did was come up with this term called MacGuffin. Yeah, he never made any movies. No, about. no, no, not anything worth talking about here. Uh, no action. Anyway. <laughs> well, no, that's true. That's, North, that's not, not true. true North by Northwest. North by Northwest is so good. I love um, so, uh, but he came up with this term called the MacGuffin, which is uh, what drives the plot of a movie. It's usually an object, something that pushes the plot forward. Everyone, every character is trying to get it. Yeah. 
Uh, and in movies like, for example, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Ark of the Covenant would be the MacGuffin. We use the term a little bit loosely here. You know, show's ending, but doesn't matter. We're still, we're still. <laughs> We've got apologize. the pattern down. It's hard to change. Uh, it. So in this movie, the MacGuffin very clearly uh, is, I would say, uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone wants family. He it's wants his family. kid. He wants. Yeah, he wants well, he wants family. Yeah, okay. and it's his kid. Because I'm sure if his wife didn't die, he'd be like, "Hey, let's get back together. I'm done being a truck driver." Yeah, but he wasn't done being a truck driver. No, he just was was done. He wanted a family. Wanted yeah. his kid. And he and and he would do anything to get him. He would even arm wrestle a whole bunch of real bad dudes. That's true. Um, okay, so Ryan, explain the beginning of this movie. How does this movie oh, start boy. out? Um, so the movie starts out. Well, wait, which? How does the movie start? Is it? It doesn't start with him picking up the kid. It just starts with him. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm. I'm you don't. You don't remember. I. Uh, it's bleeding into Rambo. I, I was like, I was like, it starts with him bumming around he's the town. Around I'm like, town. no, that's not right. And then the sheriff's there, and he's no. like, hey, we don't want you on here. My, no, I guess it starts. But with my him. son lives here. He goes to military school. Get out of town. It starts with and him. And then he starts murdering cops. Just sort of like driving a truck for a while. It's him it's driving like a, a long truck. montage of him driving a truck, and, and then, then there's a song. And he pulls up to a military, military academy, school. And, and as as his kids graduating, you're and like, the kids what about these, to get in a limo and get on an airplane. What do these two things have anything to do with each other? Yeah, and then and I like how he asks his dad for proof that he's his dad. He's like, oh, oh yeah, that, you, the sir. kid is just a piece of crap from the. Oh very my beginning. god, this kid's just he's a, a snot. little monster. He's a he's, snot. He, yeah, as, as my as my grandmother would call would say, he's a snot. He is, uh, and <laughs> so but, but basically, the this plot unfolds that the kid's mom is no longer with uh, Sylvester Stallone, his dad, and his mom has a very rich father who has basically like decided that the kid is his and has raised him. And the mom's dying of some sort of unknowable, you know, random disease, probably cancer. And um, and the dad is a truck driver. Yep. He's Sylvester Stallone is a truck driver. And the mom wanted Sylvester Stallone to meet his son and for them to bond. And the grandpa's very against it because the grandpa thinks that the kid, that, Sylvester Stallone's a bum and that he's invested all this money and, and spent all this time basically making the kid his protege. And so <laughs> turning this kid into a little version of himself. Yeah. And so how dare Sylvester Stallone come in and, and mess it up for him? Well, and like this kid hates everything normal kids love. Yeah. He's it's it's it. It's very it's, clearly is like all of the worst stereotypes no, of like what are people doing to kids nowadays well, in the 80s. Le, yeah, it's very classic. Like the first one to really do it was Family Tides. Okay. Like, but two hippie parents, hippie dippy parents with oh, a yeah. Republican kid. It's just ruining And so kid, this yeah. is the same sort of a thing. It's like really like easygoing, freewheeling, arm wrestling, truck driving dad has this very staunch, you know, this kid is wearing a tie boy, and yeah, sassy smart boy who thinks yeah. he knows everything. Um, until he, <laughs> I, I love that moment too when he's like, when he like knows he pushed the limits with 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 him. He's like, "Are you gonna hit me?" Like, like oh, oh yeah. god. Or there's that other <laughs> moment where he's like, "Are you are you sore with me?" Or what is he like? Are you like over? And he's just like, "Yeah, I passed that about ten miles ago." Oh yeah. So yeah. you know what you think you know everything? Drive this truck, and I'm like, oh man. And you know what? To be fair, this is the one thing I will give Sylvester Stallone in this movie. Uh-huh. He's actually a good dad. No, he is. The the whole driving the truck scene. Because at first you're like, like he's setting him up to fail. Like you're like, oh, he's gonna teach him a lesson of failure. But then he, this kid is like starts failing at first. But he's like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. So no, he doesn't ever better. make his kid feel dumb. Yeah, he's like he no. builds that kid up. 
Yeah. Oh, that that scene is really sweet, actually. That's like, like a, I really liked it. I was like, see the opposite like of my dad, who I'd be like, I can play guitar better than you, and he'd be like, fine, here, play, and I'd, I'd do something, be like, nope, give me the guitar back. Not not like try doing this instead. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought he was gonna go typical dad and just be like. Go ahead, fail. See, yeah. you can't do everything. And I, I, it surprised me genuinely when I was like, "Wow, he's such a patient dad." Yeah, like it's, he doesn't. It's really to, sweet. He doesn't need to be right. This movie, <laughs> this movie has a lot of like surprisingly good dad feels. It does. Like up I there was, with uh, like Speed Racer. Yeah, I was, surpri- like I was surprised. I was surprised. Actually, you know what? There we go. That's kind of a sports movie. That I we guess watched yeah. Out here. That's as close as and we same get. Thing, well, some of the Fast and the Furious movies did yeah, involve yeah, street yeah, racing, street which racing. is sort of a racing as a sport. Yeah, it's true. But it's not like a. But that's not like a, a typical sport. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, I was surprised at that. I thought like I thought for a second like here comes the trope of dad teaching his snotty kids. Finally hit a breaking point, but no, he never hits a breaking point with this kid. Yeah, it's it's really sweet. And then like the first the I, first I, th- half hour, forty five minutes, maybe forty five minutes or yeah. so of the movie is just like. Well, there's this, that there's the part where the kid runs into oncoming traffic, and that's yeah, kind of okay. action sequence. He's like, "Oh God, what's this kid doing?" Tackles him out of the You're road. You're telling me this kid who's went to military school, who's super smart, decides I'm running into car into oncoming cars because he knows he'll be able to get away. I was thinking that maybe was he trying to do that thing like where he's like, "I don't know this man. He's kidnapping yeah, me. Probably. Help! Help! Help!" Um, I was like, "That's messed up, kid." Yeah, that's dark. But that's exactly as messed up as that kid was. Yes. But the the first <laughs> forty five minutes to hour of this movie is like a father son bonding road trip. Yeah. In a in a truck, and and you can tell that they do a good job with the the kid, like specifically his wardrobe over the scene, because at first he starts full in his military costume in his mm-hmm. military outfit, Cost- and then he Tell like it's a costume, yeah, and then he like <laughs> continually dresses down, and by the end he's he's got like a t shirt and a hat, he's wearing his dad's hat, and it's yeah. cute. And, uh, you know, he's kind of dirty a little bit and he's got jeans and tennis shoes somehow. And it's just like, oh man, like they bonded. Like I was, that's, that's why I like this movie because it's like, yeah, even though the, the, it's sort of ridiculous, but like it was sweet, you know, like yeah. they had, they had some good moments together and I don't know, there's not enough of those movies. I and then like. the kid gets kidnapped. No. And so, <laughs> and, well, no, no, so the kid gets kidnapped for five minutes. There's a great, great little truck chase scene. Yeah. Uh, and, and he gets him back and then, um, and then the, the grandpa comes and takes the kid and, and well, what happens is they get to the hospital. They're driving to his mom oh, yeah, in the hospital. To to the she's going to have some sort of operation. They get yeah. there. And she's and already passed the away. Mom died. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, so and, the so, kid and then the kid lashes out away. at Sylvester Stallone. He's basically like, hey, if I had taken the plane, I would have got to see my mom one last time before she died. And Sylvester Stallone's like, well, yeah. Did but. they ever explain what his Because re- he says a lot, like, why did you leave mom? If you loved her so much, why did you leave? And the, everyone's response is always, he had his reasons, but they never did. They ever explain? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna my my thought versions are two things. One, he was probably young and dumb and was like, "Well, I got to ramble, you know. I like to drive my truck." Uh, but nobody then, was mad at him other than the grandpa. But then the other thing is, the grandpa probably hated him, and he was probably like, "I can't deal with this." If and you know, there's probably some point where she was like, "Oh, my dad's right," and he's like, "All right, fine." You you want you, you choosing his side? Well, then I'm out. She didn't she withhold letters that were written to his kid? Yeah. Well, or or we don't know like what the it it does definitely seems like she was involved. Yeah. And it feels like it it really feels like probably what happened is the the mom at some point realized like oh, I'm not gonna be around forever. I need to you know I've done wrong. I need to I need, to, I need right. to make this right. Um. 
That's that's you know. Uh, I just love that. That's how it was. Like I had well, my and, reasons. And was I was like, good, it was there. Were you? What was? What were they? Was, what could they have ev- been? Everybody hated him. You know, yes. they rejected him, and he was like, "Fine, screw you guys." <laughs> uh, and so then, so, so then the kid goes off with the grandpa. kid goes back with grandpa, and, and then this Sylvester is where it Stallone, slowly starts to build. And then the and then he just he. He drives a truck into a house. It's great. And then gets out of the truck like it's no big deal. And then they arrest him. It's, he it's, destroys it's like the a least, house. It's like the least action movie thing to ever happen. It's like, oh, you caused a lot of collateral damage. And usually in an action movie, it's like, oh, well, we got him. You know, it's like, nope, you're Or it's like, but you're, you're a police now. officer, so it's okay. Yeah. No, this one, it's like, no, you're going to jail. And, and then does. And then it's like, you're going to be in jail forever because you can't afford anything unless... You promise never to see this kid again. And he's like, I don't have another option. And so he does. And then the kid escapes and stows onto a plane well, to okay. fly to Las Vegas. That was ridiculous. Too. So the guy, so the dad, so the dad, there's all this. And throughout this movie, there's this undercurrent of arm wrestling. Yeah. Like uh, no, Sylvester arm Stallone arm wrestles this guy. In diners, and, and then he teaches and, his kid how to arm yeah, wrestle. Arm wrestles teaches over kid, a pinball teaches machine. Teaches his kid, by the way, how to cheat at arm wrestling. It's not necessarily By re-gripping cheating. over the top he of that person's the hand. Yeah, the movie is called Over the Top. I understand, but what I'm saying is yeah, like yeah. that's. You can't do that. Well, no, I mean, you clearly can. He does it in the final. I think he does it when no one's looking. No, well, probably. Um, but he, uh, so so he teaches his kid how to arm wrestle. So at the very end, he's like, I got nothing left. I'm going to this arm wrestling competition in Las Vegas. And and part of it is because the when you win, you win money. And okay, hold on. Let's talk about the, let's talk about what happens. You're going way fast. <laughs> well, no, no. But I mean, like this explains why he decides to go. Yes. Because you will win money and a so truck. So he sells his truck. Yes. For seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars, bets on himself. seven thousand dollars on himself, and if he wins, was it twenty to one? Yeah. So he wins like what one hundred forty thousand yeah. dollars, and ten a hundred thousand dollars, and a truck. Yep. So he wins two hundred and forty thousand dollars, which is a lot a of nineteen eighty seven. Which, money, by the way, which now if, you, if, if keen eyes were to look at the design on the truck, <laughs> there's some sort of eagle or bird some maybe one would say a hawk based design on the side of it as if boy this truck is for him huh (laughs) um oh by the way that was the other thing i love too is that like looking at las vegas from the late 80s oh yeah i love when when places i love when movies have there's destination movies like that i just watched one that i enjoy fervently which is vegas vacation oh yeah uh it's a it's it's a lot of people say it's the worst one i disagree i think european is the worst but um that is regardless of this it's very much a picture of 1990s las vegas which is how it was when my grandparents took me there when they were trying to sell it as a family destination oh yeah and so but this is before then this was even weirder and what's crazy is i've seen that hilton Uh it's no longer it's called like the Westgate now all right that's where they used to have the. Uh, that's where they used to have Ryan for you. Oh. That's where they used to have the Star Trek experience. Ooh. Well, my which my friend did one time because he's a big Star Trek. Yeah, guy, I actually I really wanted to do that, but the first time I ever went to Las Vegas, it was already gone. Yeah, I know. I, I and my I, wife and I couldn't afford to go to the CSI experience. I went there. I went there when it was properties. still around, but I was a punk teenager who was like uh, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> and I was Star Trek's dumb. Well, you now I would I would kick myself. I'm like I'd love to do that, Ian. You thought Star Trek was dumb for like the first couple of years of our friendship. Oh, I did, but then I realized like, oh, how yeah, long I was. Space diplomacy. Nobody you know, wants here's to the watch thing. that. I will say that's the one positive thing that those J.J. Abrams. Star oh, I thought Trek you were going to say that our friendship. Is- no, <laughs> that too. But th- but th- here's the thing. This got me interested in those J.J. Abrams movie movies. Made me go. Maybe there 
is more to Star Trek. And then I started watching the original series and I was like, it's campy, but it's campy in the same way that like the Twilight Zone's campy. And yeah. I love that. I love the original and then series. I, but I was very vehemently like not into, not into uh, Star like Next Generation. Uh, I was like, that's too much for me. We need to get you into Deep Space Nine. Well, no, you're not going <laughs> to. So, it's the best one. And then. Fight me. And then. We watched the Star Trek movies here on our show. Some oh, of yeah. them. And Ooh. I was like, oh, it's just, oh, I get it. They're just explorers. That's yeah. why Ryan likes That's it. That's why Ryan likes And I was like, it. okay. So I reframed it. I mean, like, it's not, I think there's a lot of comparison. I fell into the trap of Star Trek versus Star Wars, and they have to be versus. And I'm like, no, they're two very different things. One they're is a buddies. fantasy story that has a sci-fi drape over it. Yeah. And the other is science fiction about exploration. Yep. It's one is more, I would argue that Star Trek is more science fiction than Star Wars. Is. Star right, Wars nerds. is more fantasy. At irich, I-R-I-T-C-H. It's true. It's true. It's, it's, sci- Star Wars is based off fantasy tropes. Oh, I know. Like Lord of the Rings. Like, like you can, lit- I can point to things and go like, look, look at Gandalf, look at Obi-Wan. What? Come on. Right there. Blow my mind right now. Yeah. No, no you're you not. Know, you know I know all this. this. <laughs> okay. But, but my but, point is. Don't fall into that Star Trek versus Star Wars thing. Just because they both have the word star in it they doesn't fight. mean yeah. they have to fight. Just like how DC and Marvel, just because they have the word comics at the end of it, doesn't mean they have to fight. They're Batman two different and things. Superman, just because they have the word those man. DC movies in their are pretty name. bad. All right. Except for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was pretty good. All right, so let's get back to over the top. Anyway, so the reason I bring that up is to say that it is now every time I drive past that Westgate, I'm gonna think I'm gonna be like, "Hey, you guys want to go in and win a truck?" So, so okay, so now it's time to talk about the best part of this movie: the wrestling, the arm wrestling tournament. So yeah, so, the kid. By the way, okay, no, we we need. I agree with uh, your point. Okay. He does stow away. He somehow. Yep. First of all, steals a truck. Yeah, he that part's great. Steals a pickup truck. Drives to the Bur- what appears to be the Burbank yeah, it's airport. Be the Burbank airport. So he drives or Ontario. Okay. And we're it depends in, on where he lives. And we're no, no. The, he drove out of Bel Air. Oh, you're right. So you're that right. means he had to drive all the way around. He's on the freeway. A child drove a truck from Bel Air to the he Burbank is, airport. He has military training and also knows how to drive a well, semi. I, I am. What do you call shocked. those kind of trucks? By the way. I realize that it's a heavily regional thing and all the names for them that I have here that I have where I grew up with are not the same as people in California. What so do you what mean? You... Like an eight, like the, well, the, the two I've always heard is semi truck uh-huh. or 18 wheeler. Okay. Those are the two that I've heard. Yeah, Why? Yeah. What are their other ones? Oh yeah. There's tons. Such as? Uh, Lori. That's what they nope, call it. Anymore. Never heard that. Um, big rig. Big rig. I've heard. Yes. Yeah. Um, like big rigs over the road racing, the best worst video game ever made. <laughs> yeah. Where you could go back, drive backwards at infinite speed, and just leave the game map. Yeah, it's I, broken. I, when I grew up, it was only the eighteen wheeler. I call that. I've heard a semi truck. I've heard a big rig, and I've heard uh, eighteen wheeler. Yeah, no, there's all there's of some other ones too. Yeah, uh, hauler. I've never heard long, that long hauler. Uh, okay. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, so so then. This so, con- what is what does the song "Convoy" refer to it as? That's, that's, I, oh, that's a good question. We got the convoy. The song about murdering. The song about murdering police officers. Or what? What do they call them in? Uh, what do they call them in Smokey and the Bandit? I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Smokey Can't believe the we never watched that show. That movie, you mean? Yeah, that movie. Anyway, uh, anyway so, so the kid, okay. the kid somehow gets the airport, gets on, gets in the, <laughs> climbs into the baggage cart of an airplane, then comes up what? out of the baggage claim what? area in this Las Vegas. Know. This would never happen today. No, it they, wouldn't they, even happen then. But they had to have, they, it, yeah, they had to have some sort of contrivance. Car, yeah. Escapes in a baggage car, covers himself like right on the tarmac. <laughs> Just it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. He gets to the hotel somehow. 
and sees his dad. Did he take a taxi? Yeah. Meanwhile, his it's... father had entered himself in this arm wrestling tournament. Yes. Has been has been winning. Yep. And put bet all that money on himself. And then they do these weird shots, these like okay, cutaway interview is, shots. This is why this movie's amazing. Okay. The cutaway so they, interview everything, shots. Everything that happens um in the arm wrestling tournament, they went and shot film at an actual arm wrestling tournament. That and then and then just were like, hey, can you just leave everything just like this? And hey, everybody in the arm wrestling tournament, do you want some money to be in a movie? <laughs> we're gonna have a fake arm wrestling tournament immediately after the one that just happened with all did. of the people who were in the arm wrestling tournament. Of course they did. And Sylvester Stallone, and everybody was like, yeah, all right. And so pretty much everybody that they got, with the exception of big of Bull Hurley, were real arm wrestlers. <laughs> And so, and but then they do the weirdest thing. They they move into the the talking heads. Like suddenly it's a different movie. Suddenly they're like, oh, we're gonna shoot this like like an athletic competition. But it's all it's it's almost like they're shooting it like a like a wrestling tournament. Well, it's almost like they're shooting like it professional like professional wrestling. It's almost like they're shooting it like pumping iron. Like they're doing these cutaways, being like, yeah, yeah we're I'm gonna do the best. And then they show them doing the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like, like they, it's a documentary. It, it all suddenly of a scoots over to documentary style filmmaking, and they have <laughs> all these guys doing their like. It's somewhere between a like documentary talking head and a wrestling promo where they're like, I'm going to tear his arm one, off. One guy, I've been lifting weights every day. I only eat a half thousand eggs a week. One, like, guy, so one guy eats a cigar and drinks motor oil. <laughs> And then later, he's you see him taking Alka-Seltzer. You're like, that's all he needs <laughs> he's to make it better. Terrible. And these guys are like, they're care like they're, they're like it. It is. It's like wrestling. It's like it's like professional. It's like WWF or W now it's WWE like, it's like wrestling. Semi pro, like yeah, but like without the without all the wrestling. without all the fancy costumes. They're yeah, just like they're, these they're truckers all just wearing who are just shirts. like deciding I'm gonna do this. And they're these big burly men that when you look at them, you're like, N-, like. In real life, there is no way Stallone would would t- Stallone's a, a a big a buff he, guy, but, but there is no dude way compared to these big no dudes. No way, yeah. he is like a stick figure compared to these. Well, guys. none of these guys are like ripped. They're more just like those guys that are just big. Oh like, man, I was just, laughing. Hyster- it's so my roommate. The last Matt, twenty minutes of this movie are unbelievable. My They're roommate so Matt, good. My roommate Matt refused to watch this movie with me. Oh, did he really? He refused, and I said, "Come on, man. I, I know it's gonna be bad." And I, at the very end of it, I walked out. I went, "You missed the greatest ending of a movie I've seen in a long time. You would have loved it, and you missed it." It's. Oh, I love the way this movie ends. Okay, so arm wrestling <laughs> tournaments happening, and and. Uh, What's his what's the Robert Logia knows that Sylvester Stallone is there. Oh, so he offers him, he offers him money too. He's like, he's hey. like, come visit me in my in my presidential suite. <laughs> the Hilton that I always have available. And uh because you know, just because I'm president of big company. And uh and he, he offers the head of Hilton Hotels for all I know. Who, at this point. who knows? He's not in this Hilton's alternate dad. Well, uh, in, in this just, alternate yeah. universe, who and, knows? And so he offers him a hundred thousand dollars in a truck that happens to be parked right outside. To go away and never come back and never try to see this kid again. Yes. Otherwise, we're gonna arrest you right now. Yes. And and, and you know you're gonna your the rest of your life will be nothing but suffering. Yes. Uh, and Sylvester Stallone's just like, no, I love this kid too much. And of course, the kid doesn't see any of this. But then, but then, just the best thing happens. Sylvester Stallone is about to is about to arm wrestle his last 
match of the tournament. He already lost one, by the way. They make that abundantly clear multiple yeah, yeah. times that this is a it's a double elimination, elimination tournament. tournament. If you lose once, you, you're okay. You still can go on. If you on, lose twice, you're, you're done. Out. Which is yeah, because they wanted to. Because he got to do the racket thing. They, he's got to. He's, he's got to lose, lose right before the end. He's got to lose one, so it's even more intense. So there's a but crisis they say of it confidence. Like Eighteen times. Yeah. Like remember everybody. It's like yes, we heard it the first time you said it. It's a double elimination. Got it. But remember, double, double elimination. elimination means you can lose one and still go on. Right. Got but it. But if you lose two, you're out. Right. Got it's it. It's a double elimination. Understood. Tournament. Totally let's, got it. Let's explain this again. Okay. It's yeah. What is double? Okay. No, yes. No, but it's so. So the final match. I don't think they're getting it, Hal. What does double elimination mean? Wow. Oh, man. He's going against Bull Hurley, <laughs> and his hand slips, and they have to strap their hands together, which is so ridiculous. Get the strap. But then my favorite part of the whole final thing is that Robert Loggia comes in and is going to arrest him. He's like, got his private security or whatever. He's like, we're going to arrest that guy. And he sees that he's up there about to wrestle. And clearly he has not at all cared about any of anything that Sylvester Stallone cares about in this movie at all, except for the kid. And, and except he sees him up there about to wrestle. And he's all, no, 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 wait. I want to I see, see what this. happens. <sighs> it's, it's so insane. He's just like, no, no, no. Let's see if he wins. I need to know. I want to see if he's really good at arm I wrestling. I want to see if he is really good at arm wrestling. Well, and then, like, obviously, you can guess what happens. Um, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone wins, and he's just like, no, we're good. Robert Loge is like, nah, just I'm let set. him go. He's, I'm set. He's rich now, so it's fine. <laughs> he's got a truck, and he's got money. Just give him the kid. Let's get out. This is uh, We've lost enough money on this deal. <laughs> we've lost enough money. But it's just... It's just like you went through all this trouble, but you you saw that he arm wrestled good, and you're like, oh, I gotta respect that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's it's the thing that makes the most sense for the movie, but it's so ridiculous. Oh my god, and that kid at the end. Oh my god, because uh, they talked a lot about how like he's like, oh, I want to start like my own trucking company, and they're like, yeah, okay, and he's like. How about it? And they're like, so I guess I got the money. And he's like, yeah, we could. He's like, how about a uh, son and Hawk? It's like, how about Hawk, Hawk and son? son? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah. The Hawk kid and son. Like when you an annoying. idiot kid and you've never, you never seen a business before. <laughs> no, he's only ever had uh, you, you know, know, your name doesn't get to go first, son. I don't even son. remember what his name is. He, Do you remember what the kid's name is? Oh, it's don't look it up. Do you remember it? No, I definitely don't. What is it's, his name? it's something dumb. Is it Michael? I want to say it's Michael. That I want to say it's Mike. Easy. I want to say it's Mike. I feel like every kid in the 80s I'm, was I'm named going, Mike. I'm doubling down. I'm going to say All Mike. Right, you're I'm going, going with Mike. Mike. I have no idea. So I'm Pretty sure it it's Michael. All right. Pretty sure it's Mike. Okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah, you're right. Mike. Mike. Because everyone's going, you know Mike. All right. This. So Mike, give this. You want to hear a joke about this movie sure. that, they, that the screenwriters did sure, that nobody sure, realizes? Sure, sure. So they credit him as Michael Cutler. Because that's his mom's last name, and he never uh-huh. took his dad's last name. Oh. Yep. Mike. You know, unfortunately, I, we, I, your sister could back this up, too, if she remembers. We went to high school with a young man with that name. Oh, boy. Did and you? one day, they used to do things where you needed to come to the office. Oh. They, they, they would they, say your name. Oh, boy. 
And they said yeah, his it's name. Like, it's like being named they Mike. They said his name because here's how they would do it. Like if it was me, they'd be like, Ian Rich, please come to the office. Ian Rich, please come to the office. That's yeah. how they would say it. Oh, yeah. That's twice. That's how you do it. So they said that. Yeah. The first time they said it very quickly. And the second time. And it time. was so, the, the laughter through the school was so prominent that you could hear it <laughs> through the speaker because Everyone <laughs> laughed at the same time. And when they said it the second time, there was a long pause between the first name Mike and the last name Hawk. What kind of horrible parents would do that to their son? It's pretty amazing. Stupid. <laughs> so so that but that was that's an in joke about this movie, is that's that great. that was the kid's actual name. That's great. Uh, Makes me wonder if maybe the, the parents of this kid saw it and they'd be like, hey, our last name's Hawk. I really like Michael. <laughs> oh, man. So, so that's I mean, over the my top. My parents couldn't, this see, whole couldn't see my name, and they, you know, yeah. mine's even worse than, than that. No, nah, yours is fine. Just mine's not as obvious, still. but mine is long. <laughs> I know. I've heard it. Um, so, yeah, that's over the top. It's, uh, it's, it's truly over the top. It's truly it's a film. the best name that you could think of for a It name. is weird and dumb. And I love this I liked, stupid movie. I liked, this, I liked how dumb it was. I, I can't wait you would. to watch you know it with why? my kids. Because the last 20 minutes are dumb, and the rest of it is a father-son movie. It's, like, the, perfectly made for you. The last 20 man- minutes aren't just dumb. They're, like, staggeringly, mind-boggling dumb, both yeah. story-wise yes. and, like, filmmaking-wise. Yes. Like, someone decided... We're going to shoot it documentary style from here on out. Mm-hmm. And everybody else was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> the cinematographer was like, no, no, this is perfect. I'll set up these talking headshots. Oh, my God. The director <laughs> of photography was like, oh, here's how we can here's how we can fit it all in the frame so it looks like you're actually there at the arm wrestling tournament. Um, and everybody was like, yeah, this is what we want. And Sylvester Stallone was like, no, no, this is perfect. Let's set it. Let's have an, let's just go to an actual arm wrestling tournament and then and then act like this is ABC's wide world of sports. And we just happen to know like an hour of backstory about sure. this one character. Yeah. Sure. It's oh, so ridiculous. So, Ryan, what do you rate this movie out of oh, 10? Okay. <laughs> I I legitimately like this movie. I don't think it's 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 funny because um there's a lot of people on film Twitter that I follow. Uh, and and one of the things that one of the writers that I follow who I like a lot was saying was like I don't I don't care about your ten best movies that came out last year list throw that in the garbage tell me your favorite movies that came out last year and and it, talking about that over time like every like people like the difference between writing a list of you know here's here's uh, you know my favorite movies of the nineties versus here's the best movies of the nineties right and then that's that's the difference is one is a you could argue one is best, meaning like best how, best monetarily, well, well, yeah. best and then it's, critically and then agreed, it, best, and then it's like or favorite. Is, is, is it because your, your favorite thing isn't always the best thing. Yeah, best implies objectivity, but yeah. objectivity is impossible in art. Yeah. Uh, so, so no matter how hard you try, you're never going to be perfectly objective. Whereas favorite says, look, I am subjective. I am being subjective here, and I'm admitting it. These are the ones that I like. And if you don't like them, then I don't care. Yeah. These are the ones I like. Yeah. And so this is this is on that side of it. I this is I'm not gonna go ahead. I can't call it one of my favorite movies. This is a movie that I really enjoyed. I and I and I now want a lot of other people to. I have don't to, know to if I ever it. need to watch the first half of this movie again. <laughs> but man, yeah, that last I would 20 I would minutes. sit down and just watch the the last twenty minutes of this movie a hundred <laughs> times. 
Because it's so dumb. He turns the hat backwards. All oh, the little man, man, I want that's like, his thing. And what does he say? Like when I do it, I just know I'm in like the zone. I think it's I think like oh, you geez. and me and like Chewie and Evan, like all of us kind of beefy boys. Uh, we should <laughs> we should go. You know, they just, would like it a lot. They would we laugh. should, but we should go to an arm wrestler. Choose a, we should each choose an arm wrestler and go as that person for Halloween. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I think, you have to shave your head. No, no, I wouldn't be Bill Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Evan. Um, that's fine. You're gonna have to be the dude that eats cigars <laughs> then. <laughs> um, but it's it's oh man, the last 20 minutes of this movie are unstoppable. I oh, think so good. Out of a possible 10, um, if I'm trying to just be sort of comparing it to other movies that I really like, I want to give it like a six and a half. Oh man, you're you're you're. You're less giving. You're less giving than I was gonna be. All right, I I really enjoy this movie, but I I have no bones about the fact that it's not actually good. <laughs> I uh, I just like it. I'll give it. Well, let me give it. Let me say a thing. I give it six and a half. Um. Oh, I didn't. Even, I lost it. Now I don't even have it. Good. S- six and a half. Just ridiculous, stupid, very short truck chases out of a possible den. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like a minute, maybe, and they just sort of drive through a couple of parking lots and crash into a couple of sedans. Uh, I'm going to give it... Uh, I'll give it the same rating. I'll give it a six and a half. Uh, what were you going to give? I was going to give it seven, but oh, yeah, okay. you made a good argument. Six and a half. I'm going to give it... Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, six and a half jokes that only you and I will get, but I will make every time I visit. The Hilton in, in Las Vegas, <laughs> now known as the Westgate, because it's no longer the Las Vegas Hilton. And it is a train wreck of a, of a hotel now. Um, so, uh, Blockbuster, Lackluster. Oh, it's Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah but just barely. You see it, man. Just barely. It's, it's a fun one to talk with friends. Be like, you don't, have you seen that? All you have to do is go up to your friend and go, you like Sylvester Stallone movies? Yeah. You ever see that one where he arm wrestles? What? And then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then watch it. Um so yeah, I'd say check it out. It's fun. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right, so uh, that is uh, over the top. Uh, anything for the uh, for the uh, for, for the uh, back to the ranch section? Man, I got that movie news? pass, so I can't go see any movies that come <laughs> out. <laughs> Me neither. Unless they're one of one of those oh like six, God. and it changes every day. So I haven't seen Mission Impossible. I haven't even seen the last Mission Impossible. I, I seen saw. The Meg I saw Mission Impossible. I don't know if we talked about it last time. I saw Fallout. I okay. really enjoyed it. I thought it was I heard really it was good. Basically, a two-hour action scene. It's on brand. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that it references all of the previous Mission it, Impossible. It references uh, everything from three onward. I heard that there was stealth references to one and two. Uh very minimal, but not a not like a really overt sense. Oh, I think okay. this tried to this did in a way what Spectre tried to do with the new Bond movies, but mm. Spectre kind of didn't do a good job at it. Which yeah. is like, hey, remember all those movies? Well, they're all connected somehow. Uh, this one's kind of like, hey, there's this one plot thread that's been through all these movies. We're gonna wrap that up, and okay. it's not like a, it's not like a plot thread that's like, it's it's well, the last two were pretty pretty clear, but this one is like, hey, there's this thing that's been around since Mission Impossible Three. Mm. We've kind of like we've touched on in each movie, oh, but yeah. now we're gonna wrap it up. All right, gotcha. Um, so uh, that's the thing, but I really enjoyed it. I had a, a lot of fun seeing it. I'm trying to think if there's any other movies. I've seen that are that it's are been, action related, but I not mean, really. Like there, there weren't any other Marvel movies this year. No, no, no. And I haven't seen. I I watched an old favorite the other morning yeah. for comfort because I just have. It's been a it's been a rough rough little time here for for Ian here. So I needed some child childlike comfort. Uh, I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, Hadn't nice. seen that in a long time, and I was like, God, please, if there's if you're up there, make the third one happen, <laughs> please. They went to heaven and hell. 
love it so much. I think it's a good justification. It's so dumb. So crates. So crates Johnson. That's my favorite scene is when they're all getting out. And they're like, oh, I need you to meet my friends. Uh, Dennis Frude. Uh, Socrates Johnson. Bob Genghis Khan. <laughs> and uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a dumb it's movie, but I love it. I love it so much. The first one is definitely better than the second one. I'll tell you that. And it's honestly, in my opinion, fight me on this internet. That's at iRich. That is the that is the most acting I've ever seen Keanu Reeves do. Uh, fight yeah. me on it. Every other time plays he plays Keanu. Keanu Reeves, that's the only time I've seen him actually play a character. And I'm sure there's other movies. Point them out to me. But most times, even Johnny Utah, yeah, it's true, is a ki- is is a version of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he puts on a voice. He does something different. He did it twice. <laughs> and he wants to do it a third time. Let him do it. Alex Winter isn't doing anything. He needs money. <laughs> Those Lost Boys residuals can't be that great. Or the Bill and Ted residuals. Yeah, that either. Um, I was a big Bill and Ted fan. I had a. I, I had you a. Still are. I had a. I had a. a, a toys of them as a wow. kid when they you did the, the cartoon series. Yeah. The t- yes, the American Tardis. I wonder where they got the idea from. Do you think they watched Doctor Who and they're like, <laughs> yes. All right. Well. It also has a little thing up at the top. Have you? Have you? There was a the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which is a a comedy festival, just happened. There was a joke. Uh, there was like a top ten list of like ten best jokes that came out of it, and and my favorite one was uh, I lost a friend over an argument about Doctor Who, about the TARDIS. I, I thought it was just a little thing, but once we got into it, it turned out to be much bigger. <laughs> oh man. Uh... All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> I just that one unfold yeah, for you after a I, minute. No, no, I got it. I got it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, so good. On that note, uh, once we got into so it. So now that is that is back at the ranch, I guess, and that is our show. Uh, before we go, though, we want to let you guys know, give you a preview of the movie we're watching next time. So we're continuing our Stallone. We only have two more to go. Um, and, and then the, next the one, and then the the podcast transforms into something new and exciting. Yeah, there is something new coming uh, that I. I'd like to be a part of every so often. Oh, you're but I wa- probably, always welcome. I probably man. won't be there you're all always the time. Always welcome. Um, but uh, we're trans- transforming into something different. Um, but good and exciting. And I think if you're listening, like if you like this show, if you like the you show, like you'll this. like what's going to happen. Um, so uh, we uh, are going to be watching a, co- a comic book movie. What way? What better way than oh, oh, to slowly get our way out? We had a ridiculous movie, yeah. and now a comic book movie, and. We watched the we watched this the second better version of this, so it's only fair that we watch the original crappy one. That's true. We're watching Judge Dredd. Oh man, I am the law. <laughs> oh man, that's not even the best. The follow up to that line is the best, and you're gonna hear it next time. Oh boy, which is just watch the movie. I will. We'll yeah, do we'll, it, we'll, and you'll we'll... see it, and you'll go, oh god, what the other guy says is just so stupid. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're going to be watching Judge Dredd next time. So thank you so much for joining us for Over the Top. And uh, join us next time for Judge Dredd. And remember, whether it's Blockbuster or Lackluster, we're, we're the, the Super, Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.